It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for joining us. It's this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum, and I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. And today we're going to be talking about Giants and Smalls. And actually, that is the name, The Giants and the Smalls, of a wonderful new book written by the author Nicholas Townsend Smith. And there's so much behind the story. So we wanted to have a chance to introduce you to who I'll call Nick Smith. So, Nick, thank you for joining us today. Really glad to be here. Thank you. Now, okay, you're welcome. Now, do you see yourself as a giant or a small? I see I see myself <laughs> as a giant in process. How about that? All right. Well, you know, what's interesting is when I um, heard about your book and then I found a Kickstarter that was online and people can get information about it at giantsandsmalls.com. But there is a big community swelling of support for you to have brought the idea of this book from, you know, your idea to the story to publication. So take us back. Where did you get the idea of writing a book called The Giants and the Smalls. Yeah, it began in 2008 and 2009. So right after the market had crashed, uh, I was starting over. So I'd lost a business, lost a home, just come out of bankruptcy. I was working for my brother up in Park City. So about an hour commute in each direction. And as I was driving, I'd listened to audiobooks. I'd had some mentors prior to that. And I was listening to Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. And I thought, man, I could write a book like this. But I had no idea what I would write about. <laughs> and as I would drive, I noticed the, the difference between the big mansions on the, on the hill, on the mountain, and the life I was living. And I wondered, what made them so big? How did they get so giant? And that's where it stemmed from, is I wanted to answer the question, was it given to them? Did they earn it? How did they create that giant life while I'm living such a small one? And so that's where the idea originally stemmed from. And then I started writing it as I drive. I recorded into a recorder, and I have that here in my hand, uh, the same recorder that I used. And I would write this story, verbalize it, go home, and, and transcribe it and share it with my kids. And they got the concept of either playing small in life or playing as a giant. And so it made them behave differently, and I started to behave differently. It just grew from there. And it follows the story of two characters, Remy and Rhett. And you brought up your children because this book, the illustration is so incredibly vivid and beautiful. Your first thought is this is going to be a wonderful story for any seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, 12, whatever that age is. But it it has multiple layers. So who are Remy and who are Rhett and who is Rhett? So McBron's written Shanks is the small. He goes by Rhett because his name is too big to say. So his friends just call him Rit, and he's a small who just wonders about life. He sees the Giants one day after living a small life and starts to wonder how they got so big and starts to ask questions, and he decides that he's going to ask the Giants how to become a Giant. How did they get so big? Because the Smalls say that uh, Smalls are Smalls, and that's the way it will always be. You have to be special to be a Giant. Well, he didn't believe that, so he went on a journey uh, to find a giant, to mentor him, to teach him, to answer his questions. And so he meets 
Remerus Ekrit, Remy, who befriends him and teaches him the ways of the giants and shows him how to become a giant. And so Remy and Rick go on some adventures, and it's, it's life. It's a metaphor for our life. They work, and they learn, and they grow together. And so they, uh, Remy teaches Rit how to become a giant. And how would you de- de- define uh, what a giant life is, especially since you're writing this? And in a sense, it is still a children's story as well. So, you know, when I was a child, I would see those giants as terrifying, right? Fee, fi, yeah. fo, fum. <laughs> <laughs> and for, heaven yeah. forbid, I remember, you know, planting a garden and wondering if the beanstalk would grow to the sky <laughs> because I was convinced yeah. that up there, there is another world that was so much bigger than ours, but it seemed much more terrifying. Yeah, and this is a little different take on it. Uh, I remember growing up the same way. Um, but giants are, as a metaphor for people, they're people who do big things. So they, are kind to others. They work hard for what they want. They don't feel entitled to the things of life. They recognize the abundance of the world. And so what occurs is when a small starts to live into those things, when somebody that's playing small starts to live into those things, they start to grow and expand, and they grow into giants. And so instead of being this fearful thing, we've turned it into this thing you want to be. You want to be a giant in the world. You know, I think of Tony Robbins, uh, book Awaken the Giant Within. I think that's the name of the title, but it's this goal to awaken this potential that we have inside of us and grow into it. I like that, you know, and and I've read um, an awful lot of the book, even though it is it will be published, you know, and available very soon. And and I, I say that in weeks to come. The book is called uh, the the Giants and the Smalls. But right now, the yeah. ebook is available off of your Kickstarter page. Is it still just a dollar? Can I even say that? It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. So we we decided we wanted to make it available globally. Because I have followers in South Africa, India, South America, and they wanted access to the book right away, and we don't have it in print yet. So we're still working on the layout, the final layout, and then we'll go to print. It'll be about 30 to 60 days from that point before it's available in print. So we decided while COVID-19 was occurring that we would make it easy for everybody to afford the book. And so we made the, the ebook available for a buck. And we threw in some bonuses too, so we're we're throwing on additional value there too. Mm-hmm. And and but yeah, it, it, okay. So I, let's for just a minute. I wanted to go back to the concept of uh, giants and smalls because we do yeah. live, you know, in the United States of America. One of our values is, you know, to obtain things that are materialistic, right? But but it's not just giants have big houses and fancy cars no. and smalls yeah, live no. humbly. That's not the concept, right? The concept is. Giants make a big impact in the world and live, right, mm-hmm. abundantly and versus a small, which would be an individual who would be limited in the way they think, narrow, really underestimating, right, their ability to influence the world. Am I interpreting that correctly? Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because uh, especially now we see fear. Fear pushes people to do things they normally wouldn't do. And so inside of that fear, we tend to play small and we don't think of others and we don't think of how we can make an impact in the world. And so when you start having giant thoughts, you start thinking 
and seeing possibilities in the world around you, even when it seems to be falling apart. And so it's not about just the big house. It's not about the material things. It's about, like you said, making an impact on people. And so I know people, I know one gentleman that uh, is a friend of mine who impacts people by making recipes with tofu, <laughs> of all things. And it's, it's enough to inspire people around him to want to eat healthier. And so it's a manner of, of living where we start to, to live into our potential, whatever that looks like. And in doing that, we, be, we become giants in the world because we share something of value with the world. You know, and, and I appreciate you that I, I wanted to, and for those who just joined us, the author Nicholas Townsend Smith of the new book, The Giants and the Smalls, uh, The Adventures of Remy and Rit. Wait, make sure I'm getting the names in the right order. Yeah, The Adventure of Remy yeah. and Rit. Uh, one is a giant and one is a small. Um, um, one of the things that I thought was so beautiful is, is this is a story for children that absolutely is a story for adults. And that is often children's stories. Yes, they do have hard things often, right? They've got a challenge and then they get through and they live happily ever after. To me, the storyline reframes things a bit so that as you're sharing this story, children start to see we should expect things to be difficult in life. In other words, that is a part of life, whether you're a giant or you're small, we're all going to have obstacles. It's what we do when we face them. And and, and, and am I right in, in also interpreting that? And is that coming from a lesson you wanted to share with your children? Yeah, you're, you're doing amazing. In fact, I uh... You're sharing the whole premise of the book. I'm giving too much away. No, no. (laughs) In fact, I want you to. That's awesome. Um, You're explaining it in the way that I intended is is to have people recognize that, yeah, life is hard sometimes. And it's really challenging mentally, emotionally, physically. And I wanted to give my kids tools that they could use, that they could lean on in hard times to know to be able to go forward anyway to be afraid and still create, to be sad and still create, uh, to do hard things and and create amazing things in the world, even though it's difficult. And I think there's been this space in our world where it felt like you could have something for nothing. And I wanted to dispel that with my kids and teach them that they've got to work for things, that things aren't just handed to them. And so it inspires them to go out and earn what they want and recognize that there's plenty in the world. And if there's not enough, they can create more. And so, yeah, you, you hit it. It's wow. very applicable to um, what we're experiencing now, and I think that's what's so beautiful that you've shared the the ebook for for just a dollar on the Kickstarter because no one, uh, you know, other than my neighbor who's 102 years old, no one <laughs> has gone through what we're going through now. So, you know, back in 1918, when the world went through the Spanish flu, um, you know, I've read stories, history, as well as novels about that time. And, you know, there was other times of plagues that it was so frightening and, and the world did change everything about their world changed. Right. Um, and, and so here we are for the first time, um, all of us in the world going through a time of, uh, insecurity at the same time. Um, you know, it, it, sometimes you hear a typhoon hits, you know, the Philippines, but over here we've had an earthquake. This is something we're all going through 
at the same time and we're new at it. And as you mentioned, it brings out fear and, and you lose and not just fear, real challenges. So losses of job, losses of economy, losses of that sense of independence, right? Loss of life, um, loss of the the world as we knew it. You go to school, you know, children are are losing the the teachers that they're so, uh, you know, attached to, the the ability to play with your friends. This is a real big change. So there are lessons in this. In fact, it's chapter by chapter, I should say, right? I mean, you're kind of saying here are the different things we can learn along the way. Can, can you share some of those, uh, shall I say, yeah. morals and lessons that you share? You know, there there are, and I'm going to take those out of the final version of the book because people will stop where they feel they need to stop in the book. But it talks about change. You know, change is a big thing for all of us, and especially right now, we're experiencing a double whammy with the the economy and the illness, and it is on a global scale, and that's never happened. And so as, as we look at this, there's a chance to really be afraid of it and hunker down, which a lot of people do, and they get scared and they hoard and they do these things that they normally wouldn't do. And there's a chance to look for opportunities. And so challenges are going to come, and so when change occurs, we get to learn how to, how to operate within that and grow within it. You know, we launched our Kickstarter at the quote-unquote worst possible time because right when we launched, the economy shut down and we couldn't, we couldn't meet up with people. And so we had to shift from launching and doing a live launch with people in person to an online platform, and it was challenging for a bit. Um, it took a lot of effort to get it moving, but there was a point where it really just took off. And uh, it, it took off kind of like an albatross rather than a rocket, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so this, this book teaches people to persist through difficult things and to grow and embrace change, not to be afraid of it. And so that's a valuable lesson, especially now. Uh, the possibilities that are available today, there's going to be a change in the way that we do business and the way that we interact. And if we're afraid of that, uh, then we shut down and we don't see possibilities that, can, that we can create from that. I saw one lady that was doing um, book reading. She used to go into hospitals. She created an online platform because she was concerned how those children would receive books and, and visits. And so she created an online plat- platform to handle that. And so that's a possibility. Uh, even fear, you know, it talks, there's a, a space in here where it talks about fear and how to manage fear. And that fear can shut us down and shut our brains down. But when you love it and you create a story from it, a positive story, then it shifts and you're able to open up and start seeing the abundance of the world and the positive things that are going on. There's a lot of positive right now. Mm. You know, um, and for those who just joined us, this is Nick Smith, also recognized as Nicholas Townsend Smith, the author of the new book, The Giants and the Smalls, that's, a, that's available on ebook right now. You can get it at giantsandsmalls.com. Tell us about the illustrator, because honestly, it is some of the most beautiful illustrations I have seen in a children's book. So tell us a little bit about it, because these, the you know, Ritten Remy, uh, the giant and the small in this children's story, they go through it. You know, they're in, on the ocean and they're, you know, they are, they're going through real adventures. And tell us about the illustrator, because the pictures are just beautiful. Yeah, I found him back in 2014, 2013, 2014. His name is Juan Manuel Tumburus. He's from Argentina. 
I've never met him in person, uh, but I found him through through a website online and saw his artwork and the style of his artwork. He's more of a comic book character uh, artist, and so his his style of buildings and the colors that he used were exactly what I had in mind for this world for the giants and the smalls. And so I reached out to him and sent him some ideas, and he drew uh, some characters for me. And we worked through some of the characters. He started out with just a real bubbly, plump, uh, older, older man as as the giant. And uh, I thought, man, he's too he's too nice, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got to be able to work. And then he he drew one that was more of a businessman. And I said, no, that's too firm. That's not it. So we kind of did the Goldilocks thing and came up with the perfect character. And it took me uh, in 2004, almost seven, eight years, well, longer than that. Yeah, about seven years. Man, my math is off. That wouldn't be correct. 2018. <laughs> it's I'm okay. Most off. of us don't even yeah. want to remember 2020. <laughs> so we'll just. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's skip that one. Well, I, was, I wasn't able to afford the illustrations. And so I paid him monthly to do one illustration a month. And he came back with a storyboard and the characters, and it just fit. I told him what parts of the book that I wanted to, to have in there, and he did incredible. I mean, without the images, this book is good, but with the images, it's, it's amazing. It just takes it to another level. He's just an incredible artist and is able to pull out the world, the characters, the colors. I mean, it's all this place that just makes it even more magical. Mm. You know, you were talking about how we're doing things differently. And I was thinking about that woman who was, you know, recording um, stories at the hospital and and uh, families have more time together. Individuals have more time kind of at home. And and, you know, reading time was always uh, like a, a very important thing for for me and my kids. Um, there is yeah. something about and, and it goes back historically. So we do know, you know, it, for those who study education, we know that when you are reading to young children, you're building their language acquisition skills. You know, you're you're doing more than just storytelling and cuddling with them. They're learning about language, right, uh, from there yeah, as well. Yeah. But they are learning all those fables and stories which had all were imbued with also these lessons about, you know, choices, right, and, and dangers in the yeah. world. And there's so much to this. And and as I look at this book, and we talked about, okay, what age, you know, I'm like, I think six-year-olds would love it. And I, you know, it could be, I was looking on your uh, website, and I was thinking it could be for children ages 9 to 12. But, you know, you could be reading this as a family to say, what, you know, let's just talk, right? And, you know, read yeah, part of their adventures yeah. and then share this, where, you know, where, what's happening? How do you feel about this? What's scary about this? What solutions could, uh, you know, could the characters uh, have and then move on? So it is, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful story. So, Nick, I'm so excited. This is your first children's book. You've written other books in the past for adults, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. I have, yeah. And this is this is kind of a, uh, a children's book for adults and children. And so the messages are just as potent for adults as they are for kids. Well, if we, we want... all have children within us, right? Yes, we all. And, and that's the thing. I think some of us thought that by the time we'd hit our 20s, we were done growing. We'd know it all. And, um, yeah. and, and that, again, uh, is a misunderstanding of, of the scope of how we learn and grow in life because we learn and grow from the experiences we have, too, um, not just with age and wisdom. When Okay, so the ebook is available for a, a dollar right now, and people can get it at giantsandsmalls.com. I will be sharing yeah. and reading this book 
also as part of the FM 100.3 Rebecca's Reading Club for Kids. Um, and that will yeah, be yeah. Um, on an FM 100.3 Facebook page in the future or online on FM100.com. Uh, but when will the printed book uh, be out, The Giants and the Smalls? So we're looking at about 30 to 60 days, probably 60 days out from today to have it in hand. And so we found a printer out of Tennessee. We were able to find somebody in the U.S. to print uh, at prices that were comparable to overseas. I feel that's important right now with what happened with our economy. And so we wanted to keep it in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So we were able to find a way to do that. Um, I'm working with my layout artist right now. I do have the advanced reader copy that people can purchase. It would run a little bit more and the quality is not quite where I want it. But uh, I would prefer that they wait until you're probably, let's see, June, July. It will be late in July, early August that this will be available for them. To- and, 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 and that feels long time, like it's a long time away. But, I know. But, it, but, <laughs> but, you know, the weekends keep coming. And next thing we know, like, who knew that we'd already be, <laughs> you know, kicking yeah. off summer um, and, and days away. There's also some wonderful, I just wanted to share, there's also some wonderful videos that uh, Nick put together on YouTube that you can, I think it's still up on the giantsandsmalls.com. Is that right? Where we can kind of click correct. and you can, you know, uh, we have a chance to get to know you and see the stories and you read uh, some of the stories of the giants and the smalls. And that's also uh, a lot of fun, but uh, congratulations, Nick. I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing this story with a larger audience because it is a story that we all can <laughs> embrace, right? The idea of, of conquering the obstacles ahead of us, not giving up in times of fear and challenge, whether we have struggles with our mental health or anxiety or changes in our world, um, we can push through that step by step and, you know, become giants within ourselves. How's that for that motivating thought, Nick? (laughs) Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, follow us. If you come to giantsandsmalls.com, we run... Uh, powerful memes that I call Sum Gigante, which in Latin is I am giant. And so it's just a way for adults to really dive in and, and work on themselves as well and have a way to teach their kids. So it's really, my goal is to teach adults as much as kids how to be giant. Mm. And, and so you said it awesome. A better world yeah. for the children, right? When, when us adults yeah. know how to really become giants. Uh, and I appreciate that. There's also something called uh, Giants TV. Yeah. I mean, Wake you're, you're busy, Nick, right? TV. I am, yeah, and I work full-time, and uh, yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, every Sunday morning at 9 a.m., we interview a giant, uh, somebody that we see doing giant things in the world. This last Sunday, we have Paul Cardall on. I'll have Dr. Rachel Smart on. They're just You get to hear their story and what they've been through to become giants, and you get a sense of what we mean when we say a giant. And so we tell them, you know, each day, make it a giant day. Uh, You have giant within you. We have this theme of just being giants and using the language, like you talked about, the language of giant. And so that's been a fun adventure, too. 
Yeah, I love the symbolism, especially because when you're thinking, uh, like you're saying, children feel so powerless and small in their life, and adults can feel that same way too. But the, the idea of reaching within ourselves and becoming giant, I love it. It's The Giants and the Smalls with the author Nicholas Townsend Smith. You can get all the details he was talking about, the, the access to Wake Up with Giants TV, access to the memes and all the information he has, the ebook, and you can sign up to be notified when the book will be uh, available and printed later this summer online as well. But the website is giantsandsmalls.com. Nick, thank you for joining me for this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me on. You're a giant of of an interviewee. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.